The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It's a Monday post Super Bowl. What is up, Brigade? Matt and Dave back from Arizona. It is going to be a fun recap show. We promise not to cry too much here and work better than some of the applications that have been working here in the sports betting world. White out for you, Mr. Sherapan. How are you on a Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Um, it's just the other jacket that I that I got down there, the starter jacket. That's uh, jacket. I would wear that. Yeah. That's that, that's that's a very Miami. Throwback. I like that jacket a lot. Great logo on the back. This logo on the back. Um, are you recovered? No. I, I mean, you and Farah left. You got out of there Friday. I went to dinner with my nephews and nice. brother-in-law smoke. And then Saturday um, spent with my mother. Um, she wore me out with all the questions and everything else. <laughs> it was nice. And then Sunday I had to race back and um, I got to speed up. Did you hit a hundred on the drive back at all? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair knows. <laughs> okay. A couple that's times I fine. had to. A couple times I was passing semi trucks, and I had to make sure I was. But getting... see, that's the thing. Like, yeah. right? So, so you know, <laughs> Jessica, Mrs. Kinsig, has this Life three hundred and sixty, which is a personal spy on me everywhere I go and everywhere my phone goes. I get a text as I'm driving on the one laner. You better slow down, and I'm like, "What? What the hell are you doing?" And then she texts me, and she's like, "You hit ninety six." I'm like, "I had to pass the truck." At one point, I was going 15, Dang. 15 on that road because, yeah. you know, and, and so as soon as you see that passing lane, you got to hit the gas and go. And I hit the gas and went. Did you go through the town that was having the fair? Oh, the big rod. Like when we went through it, it was oh. at night. So it was all lit up. And then there was Ooh. a gigantic rodeo going on. And there was yeah. so much dust from the rodeo that it looked like actually, we thought it was like a forest fire or something. It was like, we were like, is that fog? No. Is that smoke? No. It's dust from the rodeo. Oh my gosh. We were like, get us out of here. We couldn't yeah. leave that town fast enough. If you've ever done the drive between Vegas and Arizona to go to Phoenix, it's unique. Yes. There's, there's a couple different places between Wiki Up, Wickenburg. That's what it was, Wickenburg. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It Downtown was Wickenburg. The, the the Wickenburg, whatever it was, there were like so many trucks and trailers. <laughs> we were like, this must be like a big deal down here. Like this was, this was like an annual event, a big, huge rodeo, a Wickenburg rodeo. No. Yes. In in those towns, big I was weekend. doing a, I was doing a hundred on the way out. Yes. <laughs> Get me. Out. You gotta be careful though. There's a lot of cops, but anyhow, back. I don't know about you. I'm tired as hell. Like I'm, I'm exhausted. Just, yeah. I slept. Like, I, I actually fell asleep during the game last night. 
First quarter, it was 7-7. I woke up, it was 14-7. You, like, you were fired the hell up last night for the Twitter spaces. I'm still fired up. We got a lot to get to. Brian oh, Bennett's coming on from Betfred at the bottom of the hour. So before we before we get into that, let's talk about our lasting image of the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl last oh, night. Oh, boy. So they win. How will you remember it? And I think my landscaping guy is here, unfortunately, on a Monday after the Super Bowl. Somebody, Did he get the memo? Somebody Between didn't tell. 10 and 12, he ain't supposed to come. Somebody didn't tell the landscaping guy. Yeah, he, there, there he is. So yeah, there he is. Yeah. He'll be gone quickly, but right, what's your lasting image? Mute your mic then while I'm talking. Yeah. Mute the, hit the mute the mic thing. Um, my last thing, well, just hit it when you're, and then you got to unmute it when you talk. You know how to work it, I think. I do, but I don't. Right. Oh, there it is. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. You're going to mess it. <laughs> don't touch anything. Um, my lasting impression is, is, is it was a great game. I enjoyed the game. The back and forth, the, the lead changes, the, the comeback by the Chiefs. Mahomes looked like he was never getting up again. Going into halftime, he comes back. The Chiefs figured out the Eagles. Um, the Eagles get the ball and then tie it with the octopus and, and, and all of that cashes. And then you get an unfortunate call that – I mean, you could make it or not make it. You're not supposed to make it technically, yes, but he makes it and it decides the game and it, that part of it sucks. But I still am going to remember it as being a good game. And the Chiefs are on the way to being a dynasty. They're on the way to being the Patriots. What? Can I talk now? Can we please not use the dynasty word? Not yet. You're, can you're we please to do it? Can you please stop? You have to win three and four years. Okay. They're on their way. I'll give you that. They're on their way. They're the closest to being a dynasty in the NFL by far. Totally agree with that point. But my lasting image is going to be the call that should never have been made. And I don't care what was said after the game. I don't care if people are saying, oh, it was, you know, both players involved. The guy that did it said he did it. I don't care about that, though. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, to to me, I mean, that means he's honest. Bradbury's honest. I give him credit. I mean, that that, that's that's the right thing to do. Hey, did you grab the guy? Yeah, I tugged his jersey. Okay, but the call wasn't egregious unless he's getting tackled. That call can't come out there. I mean, after all the belly aching chief fans did going into it about the Carl Sheffers crew coming in and working and how many flags they had thrown during chief games and blah, they didn't throw many flags at all. And that was a very, the referees were not going to be the story. They had stayed out of the way. They had not called many penalties at all. Not many holding calls, not many pass interference calls. Right. And then in the most important drive with the most important play, a flag comes out on a ticky tack grab week. Yeah. It's weak. I mean, you just Pat McAfee said it right. You just can't have it. Okay. You just can't have it in that moment. You can't have it. And I totally agree with that point. It, it, whether it's, whether it's the right call or the, or the wrong call, whether he did it or not, whether he admitted to it or not, you just can't have it in that moment to have it be the ending of the game because it ended the game. Well, him sliding on the one end of the game officially. Well, that was the right move. I mean, that was yeah, the right. Was I have right no problem move. with that. That was the right. To, you, don't, you don't want to score a touchdown there. They're letting them they score. They stop them in the second half, though. I mean, the, the, the yeah, Eagles, but the Eagles lose because of that play. They, they put themselves in a position to lose with that play happening. 
But look, they couldn't stop him in the second half. Yeah, and the, and the Eagles couldn't be stopped in the first half. I mean, that's just the way the Eagles season has gone. The first half, they're the best first half team in football, and then one of the worst second half teams in football. But when you talk man, about great man. Super Bowls, I'm not mad that the Chiefs won. I'm mad that we got robbed of one of the most, or what could have been an iconic ending. I mean, when you talk about the greatest Super Bowls of all but time, Chiefs fans and what? Chiefs back. It was an iconic ending, for but Chiefs it's not fans. going to. I'm they telling you, down, maybe. I mean, they people aren't going to walk and they kick the game winning. There field was a minute 40 to, to go. It was anticlimactic. It was boring. Kneel down, kneel down, run or kneel down field goal. That's boring. That's not. He blew the last minute and 40 seconds. There was plenty of time for a field goal to be taken in the Eagles in that position. Of course they did. I'm not blaming the Chiefs. I'm blaming the call from them. I'm blaming the call. The call took us away from. We had a 28-3 come from behind victory that went to overtime with the Patriots and the Falcons. We have David Tyree with a helmet catch that came down to have you know, an incredible play. When you talk about this the happened mo- once a decade. We talk about great finishes. We're talking about iconic endings. I wanted to see if Jalen Hurts could do it. Everybody said Jalen Hurts couldn't do it. Team down, Super Bowl on the line. I want to see what Jalen Hurts can do by moving the football down the field against a chief defense to either kick a game-tying field goal or a game-winning touchdown. They don't always end like that. They're right. They don't, but they I, end like that for the Chiefs. And we were robbed by that. That was, as a football fan, that's what was robbed. That's why that flag can't come out. Mm. Let the players decide the game. Let them determine that throw was way over the top. The reason why they called holding versus pass interference is the ball was uncatchable. So they have to call pass interference. They can't call pass interference. It's holding and it's a ticky tack. I almost feel better about pass interference than I do holding because more of the egregious stuff happened when the ball was in the air and they called this a tug of the jersey, which is happening, what, two yards from the line of scrimmage? I mean, it's, it's such with, it's within ugh. the it's within the five yards of mugging that you're allowed to do as a defensive player. Like, um, our, my guy Bernie Fratto has it on his Twitter feed this morning. The different, um, like check marks, checklist as to what was going on. Right, Mahomes was throwing the ball away. It was an yes. uncatchable ball. Yes, like why can't be PI? It couldn't be pass interference. Yeah, so it was just one of those things. It's just like I mean, hey, do we when all- they meet, you're supposed to say pick it up. Remember this call, okay? Let's put it on the screen. This is Washington against the Giants, end of the year late in December with major playoff implications. Remember this? This call wasn't made. A flag did not come out when this was going on. I mean, think about that. That in, In the Super Bowl, a guy throws a flag, but in the regular season, last play of the game, end of the game, this play by defensive back doesn't bring out the flag, and it had major implications for the playoffs as to who was going to win the division, who was going to get a wild card, and yet the play last night, that flag comes out and everyone's like, well, yeah, that play has to be called. But precedent has been set where that flag is not thrown. That play well, is thrown not last flagged. year in the Super Bowl in the same situation. It was thrown in the exact same situation. You know, they threw Bengals were leading 20 to 16. They threw a flag inside of two minutes um, on the on the Bengals interference call. Right. Put put gave the Rams first and goal from the two. I saw a replay of it this morning. Same exact thing happened. You know, they let know. a lot it's, go. It's they too, let a lot too go. Difficult. It's too difficult it to over. do that. It's too difficult to do that because it's different game plan, different flow. Same exact thing. Maybe the, the same, same call, thing. but this is the same call too then. I mean, this is. They're all the same <laughs> so, call. I so mean, you know, I mean, it happens in the NBA. It's traveling. It's not traveling. It's double dribble. It's not double dribble. It's a foul. It's not a foul against the, who it is. 
refereeing is refereeing. There's, I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's not, a problem. It's no, a problem. It's, <laughs> it's a big it's, problem. It's been a problem in sports for a hundred years. Yeah, but it's bigger now. There's more scrutiny now. There's it's more attention. More crying now. about it. It's the same shit. I, I think it's the crying. same. Shit. I, I think it's it's the same problems, but it's being magnified or being showcased more because of the number of eyeballs and replays and social media. I, I think if we didn't That's have the ability true. to take things and do what you just talked about, you can take last year's game and this year's game and you can juxtaposition them together with a tweet and say, look at this play. How is this play a foul and that play not? Why did the flag come out here and not, not there? It just shows the inconsistencies that we've been talking about for a while about what happens in sports. And it frustrates a lot of people. And yeah. I mean, look, my lasting image is going to be the fact that I really wanted to know whether or not Jalen Hurts could could do it. And I got I got robbed of that. So that's my anger. Not that the Chiefs won. I mean, the, the Eagles defense could not stop them at all. Eagles could not do enough on offense in the second half. And it was, I mean, you know, there's some really crazy things that happened in that game. Obviously, the fumble return for a touchdown for you know, for the Eagles that Hurts fumbled and picked up by the Chiefs was massive. The doink. I never thought that thing was going to happen off the upright. That was a, that's a big pro bet at minus 600, minus 700 that a ball would not hit the upright. And it did. <laughs> yeah. The public had a good day yesterday with the props. Everybody that was a prop. The, that was a that, plus 450, plus $5. That, that came yeah. in and, and, and hit with that. So Doink. the other thing that people are going to talk about is the fact that the field was a mess. And oh. one, of, one of, one of people's lasting images and lasting conversations Jeez. are going to be that the field conditions were simply unplayable. Slipping and sliding, changing cleats, $800,000 was spent on yeah. that field. Absurd. And I don't know what it is, but players were saying it was the worst surface they've ever played on. Some called it dangerous to be a part of it. Didn't know if their foot was going to stay or not. When the they conspiracy were theorists were already out. Um, the, you know, this, this messed up the Eagles defense. It did? Yeah. Oh, I don't believe that. It's messed up the Eagles' defense. They had no, no traction. They could, I mean, they didn't get to the quarterback. They didn't have he, one sack. That's but why one. they didn't. That's why they didn't have a sack. I was, it's pretty hard to rush the quarterback in that situation. I mean, there were, we no, did there were hardly it. any sacks, right? There were, we uh, did it was, see it, it with the snow. Up. Yeah, remember the snow game when Buffalo couldn't get any pressure on Cincinnati? Yeah, uh, they had more traction like in yeah. Buffalo in the snow game than they had yesterday in Arizona for the Super Bowl. That's crazy to say, but there was there was better footing in that game than there was than there was yesterday. It was terrible. The field was bad. I mean, it's just it's it's not. Um, I don't know what the need is to roll out a whole new field, new sod, grow this, never play on it, don't stamp it down, roll it. I mean, they did all that stuff, but it's still loose. You still you, you got to plan a field that's playable. I I don't know. It's something that we got to pay attention to here in Vegas. We'll talk more about the countdown to Vegas in a little bit, but that's, I mean, it's important to be able to know that this type of grass surface can hold otherwise play on turf. Like if it's going to be dangerous, just play on field turf. You have to, you have to do something to make sure. I mean, you put it in a perfect weather venue, right? And it is a perfect night. I mean, you know, it was a little desert cool air, but it's perfect. And yet the field is not perfect. It doesn't make sense. It just, it's a shame that like last year's Super Bowl was decided with a penalty right before Joe Burrow did have a chance with 30 seconds left, I think, to go down and win it. Couldn't do it. There wasn't enough time. 
but a flag decided last year, a flag basically decided this year. I don't want any more flags and any more bad grass in a Super Bowl. (laughs) We'll see. All right. So Brian Bennett of Betfred, last Friday, we couldn't do our new trick. We tried to go live on site and we couldn't get it to work. Well, he's been kind enough to reschedule. So wait a second. So he's going to come on. So we actually are going to hear him this time. We actually have to hear his nonsense. Is that that what we're doing here? Brian. Look at Brian. He looks great. What's going on, guys? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you for being flexible. That was uh, an experiment on Friday that didn't work. Now we're back to our normal confines and things will work much better. First and foremost, congratulations on the the launch here in Nevada for Betfred Sports and the Betfred Sportsbook uh, at Virgin here just off the strip in Vegas. How did the launch go last week? Yeah, good. You know, things came in, things came in really hot. Um, you know, just from, uh, you know, obviously I say that, but it took us, you know, took two years for the process to work through, but it, I mean, it came in pretty hot. We got through the you know gaming control board commission and, and, and board, uh, the week prior or two, maybe two weeks prior. So we knew we had to get te- technology up and running. We had to get staff trained. A lot of those things we couldn't really do sort of in the background until we knew definitively that things were going to go our way. So uh, yeah, they came in hot. So we were a little nervous. We opened on Thursday, took our first bet, uh, which is you know makes you a little bit nervous because uh, biggest betting day of the year on Sunday, um, and we had, we had we basically had you know two or three days of of practice before going into it. But uh, it went it went well. You know we didn't have any major hiccups. We had a decent crowd, um, so we were pretty happy with the launch. And we're just happy to finally get going in, in Nevada. Rise, pleasure to see you. Uh, you know, we've only chatted via text and stuff, so good to talk to you. First and foremost, what can someone expect when they come here and come to the location as far as windows, kiosks, things like that? Because I saw pictures of it. The screens look great. Looks like a great place to come hang out and watch a game. Eventually, hopefully, maybe we'll get to do a show from there, different yeah. things like that. But if they're coming to town, which a lot of people are coming to town in March. There's another big uh, betting event, things that maybe come coming in March to Vegas. What are they going to see when they walk in the room? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you haven't been, if you if you were at the old Hard Rock, the book's in a completely different place now. It's not right there at the front where it used to be. So it's a little bit back. If people haven't been to the new property, it's kind of where the Lucky's Diner used to be when it was the Hard oh. Rock. So it's back in that general area. Um, really nice video wall. I mean, it's small. It's small, but mighty, we like to say. Mm. Uh, but the casino in general there is, you know, is not huge. Right. Uh, but it's a great place. I mean, it's a great video wall. We have four betting counters. Uh, we don't have kiosks yet. Kiosks are due end of the month. Okay. Uh, so we'll definitely have them before March Madness comes around. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's a good, nice, tidy place to, to, to make a bet. Um, and we got a really... Non-smoking in there, Bri? Non-smoking in, inside the book. Okay. Um, and it's a good, uh, horses or horses or just sports sports only for the now. No, no horses. I'm not sure we're going to do horses in that space. I don't, I don't know if the space really dictates uh, it set up for that. It's just, it's not really a horse people sort of space in terms of what you guys will do when mobile goes legal. Now we've had, I mean, you mentioned two years where you guys were working through this process, but when we first started these conversations, you guys were really excited about what Betfred was going to be able to offer a, a Nevada sports better, whether it be a local or somebody coming into town. W- what will be the plan when you guys do go mobile? What will the, the experience be like online? Um, yes, yeah, so we're hoping to do mobile uh, 
in time for football season. So it'll probably be some like a summer type projects, kind of where we're what we're thinking right now. Um, we're going to try to be aggressive. You know, it's gonna, Nevada is a very different mobile market, obviously, yes. than than what's out there in the rest of the U.S. Um, in terms of bonusing and promotions and props and all the different things you can do uh, elsewhere. Um, we want to be aggressive there. We want to have a similar product to what we do, say, in Ohio or Iowa or Colorado, whatever. So it is going to be a different, it is on a different platform. Um, so it's going to be a slightly different product than what you see out in the in the rest of the U.S. But we still want to, from a marketing perspective, we want to be aggressive. We want to, you know, we want to create a nice betting experience that maybe people in Nevada haven't, don't get to experience as much um, with the current offerings. It's out in the news today. My buddy Meltz tweeted it out about Betfred and IGT working together. Is that the, the is IGT is going to power the stuff as far as that here in Nevada, but not elsewhere? Is that the deal? Yeah, that's what that's the way. We're right, right now we we use OpenBet. Um, do you like it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a loaded question. It's well, I mean, it's, there's a lot of challenges involved with it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I mean, y- y- yes, <laughs> yes. And no, I mean, look, everyone, every operator's favorite pastime is complaining about their correct <laughs> number one. <laughs> yes. Right? So yes. it's, uh, and, and the, the people I know that actually own their own tech, you know, they, you know, the grass is not always greener. They spend all their time complaining right. about their internal tech team. So uh, technology is a tough, um, it's always a tough problem. So uh, look, OpenBed is a good par- good partner of ours. Uh, they, they've kept up with our demand. I think they, they deliver a quality product. Would I prefer to control my own tech and control my own roadmap? Absolutely. But yes. uh, that is not what, what we, that is not uh, available to us here in the U.S. So um, we work with OpenBed and they, they've been a great partner. Is that a major challenge, Bri, as far as having two different um, under the same company, but like one state's using this and another state's using this? Because that's common. Believe it or not, people might not know that, but that's common among other books as well. You won't be the only ones doing that. Is that a major challenge behind the curtain? Um, yeah, I mean, we've only been doing it for five days. Uh, before that, okay. we were a 100% open bet shop. So we've only been doing it for a little while. So it does create some challenges right now as retail only in Nevada, it's a manageable challenge because it really only creates a challenge for the trade team. Um, Mm. But then as we get mobile, right, then the marketing teams, customer service teams, product teams, now they're all, everyone's managing two different tech stacks. It's not ideal, but it's a, it's a manageable challenge that, you know, you mentioned lots of other companies deal with today. Will you guys be aggressive in the bonus market? I know previously that was a thought that coming to Nevada, you guys wanted to shake the market up a little bit and do some different types of things mobily once it goes legal in the summer. Yeah, I think I think Nevadans uh, are get the short end of the stick when it comes to you know all the great bonusing capability you know, opportunities that the rest of the country gets to take advantage of. You see it in Arizona when we launched in Arizona, you know. We had we saw it a, a not an insignificant number of accounts with Nevada addresses driving over the state line. I'm sure you guys probably took advantage of that. Well. Mine being one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I mean we're, we're we want to be aggressive. We want to we want to create the best betting experience. Now Nevada is a different market. Uh, there are a lot more sharps in Nevada. There are a lot more pros in Nevada. Uh, a lot of wannabe pros in Nevada. So we got to yeah. be careful as well, right? We don't. You know, bonus abuse is uh, is a real thing, and we're constantly uh, putting processes and technology in place to to manage through that. Yeah, 
There's a term for them. I won't use the term right now, but there's a term for those people that uh, <laughs> use the bonuses to their advantage and get everyone the doors. they know. It, to bring it rhymes with doors. People. Yes, it <laughs> yes. does rhyme with doors. Um, let's turn to the Super Bowl here real quick, Brian. Um, the game flew over. Kansas City won. How did the Super Bowl turn out for Betfred? nationally because there were a lot of people that bet a lot of props and a lot of success for the people on the props. How'd the, how'd the game work out for you guys? Yeah. So I, I'll talk generalities. Obviously I'm going to talk exact numbers, but right. I can say that we took four X, the action we took last Super Bowl. Excellent. So that's, so it's great, right? We saw a nice big bump step function increase in our scale. Now we yep. expected that because we're doing business in you know a bunch of different markets this year than we did yep. last year. But it was nice to see, right, that step function increase in handle. Uh, we got the result we needed. Uh, we needed the Chiefs. Right. Uh, could have done without the over. And yeah. All the props <laughs> and that you know, took a big bite out of the uh, – so we, we came in, you know, we're – yeah, we came in sort of, you know, flat. Break even. Uh, break even, which is fine. Yeah. You know, we – we didn't take a beating. Um, I saw another book. I forget who it was. Said that it was their single best day. I, I just find that hard to believe. With, well, they 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 grade the futures in that in that number, Bryce. So yeah, when, you know what? When you I grade the futures in all that kick, then it is their best day ever. I used to tease the 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 bean counters in the book. I they used to say, "Boy, you guys, you, you really had a great day." I we just booked a year's yeah. worth of action, and you graded it today. Of course, it's the biggest day ever. Yeah. So if we if we took all the futures in into account as well, then we did. Yeah, we had a great profitable day yesterday. Right. But the Super Bowl, just the game itself. Yeah. Uh, was just yeah, it was break even. But we saw it could have been worse. You know, when I saw when every prop, I know personally every over prop I bet, not everyone, but a lot of them all came in. Yes. I'm sure, everyone's the same way, right? Everyone wants to the, the public wants to bet over, no one wants to bet under. So right. Uh, and the game coming in, high scoring over game. Yeah, we I was expecting something a little uh less than positive. So it was it was it was fine. Uh I was more excited about just seeing the step function increase in our business, right? Um, the action we're getting, yeah. um, and just the brand, you know, Betfred just created a much bigger it was just a much bigger deal this year than it was last year. Right. You guys sent a guy who had 50 dimes on the Chiefs to the game yesterday. I saw some social media clips of him being there sweating the game live. What goes into the processes and the thought process as to how you guys take the larger wagers? And will you continue to do that here in Nevada? Yeah, I mean, again, uh, you know, Nevada is a very different market. Um, we don't want to be, you know, we don't want to shy away from large wagers. I mean, we don't, you know, the just, Bet Fred's uh, DNA in general is if the number's right, take the bet. Um, and, you know, that that's, I think we're going to continue to, uh, that's the way we're going to continue to govern our trade uh, group here in the U.S. Um, you know, we're not, we're not entirely, you know, Nevada is a different market for us. We got to, you know, we're going to go in and see how things sort of shake out. But, you know, what we want to take bets, you know, we're in the, we're in the business to take bets. Fred started the company by winning a bet. So Betfred really is from its DNA till today is really, a, you know, we, we say it's a book built by a better run by betters for betters. Um, and we, uh, we want to live up to that. We want to, we want to take action. How's Ohio been Brian? I mean, it's been a month um, and you got a big event in and, you know, my futures 
best scenario case was the Bengals getting in. It would have been a hell of a deal to have the Bengals be in the Super Bowl for all of us. Yeah. But how has Ohio been so far for you guys? Ohio has been good for us. I mean, we obviously the, the Bengals partnership has been fantastic. It just gave us immediate sort of street cred and brand awareness. So yeah. we didn't have to kind of fight through the brand awareness piece that we normally have to fight through. That said, it's also it's also incredibly competitive. It is while there aren't as many books as there are in Colorado, uh, you know, in Colorado got a lot of heat for the highly competitive nature. Ohio is, I mean, you can't turn a corner, turn on a station, turn on a game without seeing just being inundated with with ads. So it's incredibly challenging from a competitive perspective and very expensive. Now, we believe the Bengals partnership puts us at least in a different you know, category when it comes to being able to compete, but it's still highly competitive and very expensive. So we're happy with how we started, uh, but we, we have a lot of work to do there and we want to continue building on that as we, uh, you know, kind of get in towards next football season when we can actually realize, you know, the entire season of partnership with the Bengals. Very cool. Brian, get here on this in terms of March Madness, like Dave talked about guys and girls who are coming to town, where can they go to find the book? What could they experience with the book? What do you hope people find out when they're going to go shop for bet Fred here for March Madness? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's right there. You know, uh, if you want to go off strip, uh, the version's a fan, you know fantastic property. Um, I think they're you know it's working through you know some of its own challenges as well. Obviously, it opened during the middle of the pandemic, and it's been sort of trying to play catch up ever since. Uh, but I think the property is. Uh, I mean, it was it was busy all weekend. Uh, so I think big events. Nobody likes big events like people coming to Vegas. Um, I think March <laughs> Madness will be similar. And you know, we got a great staff, and we're we're there to. We're there to take action. We're there to help out. We have a very uh, uh, ex- uh, experienced staff. So I think if you come down and want to lay action on on March Madness or even the conference tournaments before that, uh, we're likely going to do a, a sort of a formal opening during the conference tournament championship weekend. Nice. Uh, oh, cool. Like do a Vegas Golden Knight watch party, all sorts of stuff like that. So excellent. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Come down, you know, give us a look. Uh, yeah, we're we're looking to take some action. Very cool. Brian, thank you for coming on. Thank you for being flexible with us. Really appreciate it. Congrats again on the launch. Look to see you guys soon down the line, all right? Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. Take care. That's Brian Bennett from Betfred joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Good stuff with that. We'll get to the Ohio story. There is some news coming out of Ohio. The governor wants to (laughs) change things up after a month. How about that? (laughs) <laughs> after a month or a couple of months of being legal. I mean, couldn't even that. wait till like the first quarter was over. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tax rate. Yeah. Raise it. What? Yeah. We want to double it. Oh, okay. We'll get into that coming up. Wouldn't have had as many people say yes to coming in. Fair point. Yeah. It's a very good point. You know? All oh, right. Come on so, in. It's 10%. No, wait, wait. We're going to change it after a month though. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, according to the company GeoComply. Yep. Uh, over a hundred million Super Bowl geolocation checks were done, which makes it the most bet, legally bet Super Bowl in history. You know, every time you get logged out or have to go back in, that counts as one, right? <laughs> so that I mean, every time, sometimes you know, you don't touch your screen for a minute yep. and it logs you out, out, log back yep. in. That counts as another one of those. So. <laughs> Hundred million, a hundred million people did not bet <laughs> that, but you had to log in a hundred million times, and it confirmed that you were 
where you were at or it denied your confirmation and you had to log back in a hundred times. But either way, yeah, that's a lot of people. GeoComply was busy on Sunday. 25% year-over-year increase, according to a statement issued by the company. How many new states from year-over-year? The CEO? Well, uh, they detected 7.4 million individual accounts over the weekend, which was a 32% increase from last year's Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was New York led the way with 13.9 geolocation checks. 12.5 in Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Michigan followed with 11.8 million in 9.1 and 7.5 respectively. So top five states were all legal except for Ohio were legal during last year's Super Bowl. So only one new state. Top five states by population. Pretty much, yes. Which would make sense. Yep. Which which all makes perfect sense. No earth shattering news here. Um, Nope. 100,000. People people logged in and bet the Super Bowl, the biggest betting single day of the year yes yeah according to the ceo saying uh the super bowl was a record-breaking event geocomply data reveals that americans interest in legally betting on the super bowl has never been higher uh over a hundred thousand geolocation checks in and around state farm (sighs) stadium from over eight thousand accounts which is interesting right there sucks did it really we were over there do you remember when we were over there we were at the bar yeah, but that was I don't logging know, that was, in, logging out. Was that BetMGM's Wi-Fi or the stadium's Wi-Fi? Might have been BetMGM's Wi-Fi <laughs> or both. I mean, it was, the street. So I don't, I don't know. know. We were literally across the street, if yeah. not like I don't, I don't even call that across the street. It's in the same complex, like it's in the it's same. In a, oh yeah, yeah, no, there was just a street to cross. It was yeah. Right. I mean, we could you know we could have thrown a football to the stadium, Easy. baseball. Yeah, we were. yeah, yeah, we were just, right there. Not not far from where we were. So, it, look, I'm kind of surprised though. Only eight thousand accounts were checked in around the Super Bowl. Probably had what a hundred thousand people down there with workers and everything else going on. TV people, At radio, state media. Form? Yeah, a hundred thousand location checks from over eight thousand accounts. Yeah, that's about 8%. I tell you all the time, like 10 to 15% of the population bets. If it's 100,000 people there, eight to 10,000 were logging in to bet, probably. that's That makes perfect sense to me. You know, I was, I don't know. Did you get annoying texts yesterday from people that asked you like about what are you betting? Like, or what should oh, yeah. I bet? Or like DMs. I, I didn't get text messages. I got okay, DMs, DMs like crazy. DMs. My DMs are closed only unless I DM someone yeah. or they're following me or following each other. So I didn't get too many DMs yesterday, only a couple, but I got a bunch of texts like as I'm driving, racing back to get home for the kickoff. They're like, hey, man, what are you betting? Today? Betting. Yeah. I want to make some thought. money today. Yeah. Even my wife's cousin, love her, to, love her to death. But she's like, hey, I'm thinking about betting today. What See, should I bet? And I'm like, I told you last night during, on, the, on the Twitter spaces off of Boston versus the book on Twitter that. I had four people yesterday who had never bet before in their life ask me, hey, I want to bet today because yeah. it was legal in their state now. Two of them in Massachusetts, two of them were in Ohio. And they're like, hey, I want to bet today. I've never been able to bet. I want to bet on the Super Bowl. What should I bet? And yeah. like, that's what I was like, oh, over. okay. I told, them, I told every person that asked, I said, just bet the game over. And they're like, well, I don't want to bet that. <laughs> okay. You asked bet. me what you wanted me to bet, what, what, right. what, what I was betting or what you think I sh- I think you should bet. I say over and you go, ah, I don't want to bet that. Give me something else. 
I don't know what else. Pick it. Watch the show. I, I referred them all to the BVB. Go watch the Friday show. There's a million bets on the Friday show. I don't have time to watch the show. Just give me the just give me the give me what I should bet. I right. just did. You didn't listen. I asked you to watch the show. You didn't do it. I'm driving. I can't be bought. Don't Little, blame me. Little Sig wanted to make a play yesterday. Did you hear this? On? Story? No. Saturday morning, I'm exhausted. I'm at the house. You guys are gone. There's not a light on. There's nothing on. I slept. I got up and did a hit in Philly and then a hit in Atlantic City, went back to sleep. I said, I can't even drive. Like, I'm so tired. I'm just sleeping in. So I sleep in and I get the the the, uh, the call from Middle Consig Kelsey. And I'm like, you know, I still answer the phone when they call. I don't know right. how many of you have kids or wives or girlfriends that just – they only answer when they want something, but when you when they call you, you better answer right away. I still answer. So I'm like, hello, I'm half asleep. She goes, I want to bet on the Super Bowl. And I'm like, first of all, you're calling me right now to tell me this. Okay, what do you want to bet? I want to bet the Eagles. I think they're going to beat the Niners. Okay, how much Jeez. do you want to bet, big shot? You know, it costs you 11 to win 10. And she's like, I want to bet $100. Like, oh. You want to bet 100 Okay, so you got to give me 110. And my wife goes, well, daddy's the best bookie to do it with because if we win, he pays. But if we lose, we don't have to pay. <laughs> and I said, what kind of bullshit is this? A lot of guys like that arrangement. <laughs> this is bad paper. That's what's known in the business is on the street as bad paper. I said, I don't want a bad paper from you. I said, if you want to bet it, I said, Jess, go to the book and get her whatever she wants. And she's like, no, I just want to do it with you. Or when are you coming home? I said, I don't know when I'm coming home. Why? She goes, get a ticket while you're down there. And we'll mail it in. I said, do you understand? You live five minutes from right. a place that you can go just buy the ticket. Yourself. What the? Yeah. So I was completely like aggravated. And I said, all right. That's awesome. As soon as she gives you the 110, Jess, she got a bet. So. I got That's home awesome. yesterday and she was babysitting. She got a babysitting gig where she probably nice. made more than the 110. Easy. Sure. So grandma came over and grandma was rooting for the Chiefs. Uh -oh. Crazy on that side of the house. And she came uh -oh. over in the third quarter and goes, I don't want to root against Kelsey though, because I think she made a bet. I'm like, who'd she make the bet with? And Jess said, Well, she said if she wins, you're going to give her a hundred. I said, Where's the 110? Listen, I won't even charge your juice. Oh, even we'll do money. even money. Oh. <laughs> so Kelsey woke up today to take Kendall for the walk or to school. Nice. And as she's going out the door, I said, where's my hundred? Beautiful. The door shut and she left. Nice. <laughs> I got to chase. Do you believe this bullshit? So you yes, you're right. Like, house. Everybody. The hype was real. You're right. The hype was real. I think the props were fun. The yep. players, the teams were both one seeds. It was Jalen Hurts. It was Patrick Mahomes. It was Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni, the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, all the brands. Everything was popular. So, yes, it was heightened. But what did you give people in the DMs or in the in the text when they were asking you yesterday? Did you give them anything? Uh, they wanted my favorite prop. My favorite prop hit which was shortest touchdown under a yard and a half. So they said, if I could, if I should bet one prop today, what should it be? I said that I go, it's really juicy. You know, I got yeah, to lay 160. I got it at 160. It was 185 at close. Right. 
So it was, I mean, it was juicy. I mean, it was, it was, it was really, it was a juicy bet, but that was my favorite. That was my favorite bet. I make that every year in the Super Bowl, and it cashes. I think it's six out of seven now that that prop prop is cashed and it's juiced accordingly for that very reason to go ahead and, and, and do that. But, you know, it's, it's, I am envious of one thing that like when I have Madeline, she's eight. So I can't go to a book and like tell her to stand off as a side why I go use the kiosk. <laughs> so like, why not? Where, you can't. Not really, because it's for it's like she gets freaked out. She's in a place she doesn't. She hates smoke. She oh, doesn't like yeah. to stand by herself. Or I I don't feel great because I'm staring at a screen and my kids by herself in a casino. You know, too many transient won't be people. The first one to do it. I I I. There were times when I held I held people's kids while they went into the counter. I went over just, to the deli and so held their kids yeah, so while they ran in. And I was like, listen, I ain't judging, but you right. cannot bring that kid in this book. Yeah, no, it's, it's it. against the law. You can't do it. So I, I having an 18, I'm looking forward to when Madeline's 13, 14, 15, I can go ahead and do it. But this is the first year where like she actually cared. Like she understands what we do. Right. And like when we did the tour spaces last night, like she wanted to be on it like more than anything. She was hounding me to be on it. She wanted right. to talk. She wanted to talk to you. She yep. wanted to give her take. She wanted to say why she was mad that the Chiefs won. And she's like, I hate the Chiefs and blah, blah, blah. And this morning, you know, we were walking out the door and she's like, wait, no, I was putting her coat on. She's like, no, ran upstairs, grabbed the sweatshirt that I bought her the last two years, bought it, bought it and, you know, put it on and like walked out oh, of the house. Super proud Bowl as, sweatshirt? Yeah, proud right. as can be, you yeah. know, same one, which I, I, did you see those sweatshirts? Just like last year, they don't put the pockets on the side. There's only one big pocket in the front. I've never seen this before with sweatshirts. I thought last year was a mistake. Same brand, same sweatshirt, new year, same problem with no pockets. So way they're designing it. I guess. Sucks. I it's, she hates it. I hate it too because yeah. all she does is put her fingers down in the front and she ends up ripping the pouch oh, on the yeah. front of the thing. Oh, that's no good. Cause she wants to put her hand somewhere. I don't blame her. I want to put my hand somewhere too in a sweatshirt right. just to be comfortable. So, right. but yeah, she wore that out this morning and she's also, so she finally like got what we do. So she, it was fun to, to see her reaction to everything and watching what we were doing during the week. And I mean, you know, I, I always get reflective on things, but like last week was really fun. That was a really fun, great. nothing bad happened. Like the worst thing that was that we couldn't connect with Brian Bennett. That was the worst thing. Everything worked. The show went off without a hitch. We got every interview we really wanted to do. And it was, you yeah, know, the, I, the only one was, was we didn't get Pat again. Right. Himself, but we got everybody else. Um, I would have liked to talk to Kay Adams for five minutes if we could have got uh, that done. You did but, talk to him for know, five minutes. Just on the air. Right. We did. Um, <laughs> you, got you got the picture at least. But I mean, and I tweeted all the pictures and stuff on Saturday. You tweeted it some yesterday. I just want to tell both you and Farah both like we did fucking awesome job. Like that was, that was, you know, I, I have the tweet planned and then I forgot to do it yesterday while I was driving. But like, I wanted to recognize both of you for what we did. I mean, that was, we were talk about dogs. Like we were dogs. We were, we, we weren't staying close by. We did a lot of drive. <laughs> we did, we, we did a lot of stuff. I was, fucking exhausted 
I know static. Phoenix really well now. Like I know the highways now. <laughs> like I really do. I, I drove to North Scottsdale. We were in Sunrose. We were in Surprise. We were downtown. We were in Glendale. Like I, I feel like I know Phoenix fairly well now the, after driving around. We I mean, only drove driving. by Tempe too that one night with all that waterfront and all that yep. other stuff. We'll go back down there and go to a hockey game. I yeah. got the I got the contact for that um, as well, but. Everybody that came on has texted me and said how much fun they had on the show, how cool the brigade is, and they could actually yeah. see when they were sitting at the one angle, they could see the chat rolling like on my phone the way I had it set up. Right. And they've watched back a lot of it. We had guys cut their own clips, yeah. and put them out. Uh, I mean, Trista did as well. Like that was a really. Um, you know, successful trip. People keep asking me, I've been getting texts all morning as I did a couple of shows this morning. Like how, how was media row? Right. We had, a, we had a professional show set up with a backdrop, some headphones, some microphones, some cameras. And, you know, I, I it, all the credit goes to, to you and Farrah, at least for setting it up and getting mm -hmm. all the shit in there. We got it all in. We got it all out. Everything maintained. We didn't lose nothing. We didn't break nothing. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, nothing broke. Thank goodness. We got it in. We got it out. We proved that yeah. now, you know, that we can get it done. And, and next year, it's going to be a walk in the park. Before we get to that, though, did Gronk make that kick? Did you watch any of it? Because there's like a legitimate conversation going on right now, whether or not Gronk made the kick or not. Ah. <sighs> It might it have been of all so fast of all of the Super Bowl hype of all the publicity. I can't believe FanDuel spent what they spent on that. It was a blip. It, I, it wasn't even like I thought they'd do like a one minute. I don't know. I thought it would be like the Bud Bowl or something. I thought they'd actually take time to set it up. They would. It was so fast and the ball flew so far to the left. Then they said he missed it. Then everyone said, well, no, he made it. Then FanDuel tweeted out a side angle, which showed the ball clearly going left and wide, and they deleted it. They deleted the tweet. I saw it. I retweeted it. I said, oh, yeah, it clearly, clearly wide to the left. And then they deleted it. And I was like, why did they delete it? Because it clearly shows, I don't know, they like the controversy or the question or what. But they, they had Gronk on the side of a 100-story building in Phoenix for months. And it was like a blip. First of all, there's no hundred story. Whatever the hell it was. It was a huge building. There's no hundred story buildings in Phoenix. I think the highest story building is like 45 stories. All right. Well, how high? Whatever high. That was the biggest building downtown. They had Gronk's likeness on it. It was at least 20 stories. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how much money was spent on that? And like millions upon millions, we can't, we can't yet get, get, get a little <laughs> grocery back. Like, and they're giving them for this nonsense thing. It's I refused. I didn't refuse. I just didn't acknowledge it all week. I'm like, I don't care about this at all. I don't know who does. Then watching the commercials and watching the game and, and I'm a, I made it home in time for the kick. So I'm watching it. It happens so fast. The kick goes up. It looks like it misses, but it looks like it makes it. I don't know. They never mention it again. Nope. And I'm like, what did I just see? Fireworks went off. Celebration. 
oh, Gronk misses it, but qualified users still win, which was like, wait, wasn't the point to give $10 million in free bets to everyone? Right. Like, what wait, what? What, is, like, what if you're a qualified user? What does that exactly mean? Like, it got so convoluted and confusing that I don't think it ever happens again. I, I don't think that we see these types of promotions again because one, Gronk's not a kicker. Two, I know he made a ton of media appearances and him and Kay Adams did like 18 interviews and a commercial together on top of that. So, I mean, there may have been, you know, payout from that or value from that, but I don't know. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> that didn't make any sense to me at all with the whole at thing. All. And I mean, again, I ask this question all the time. Did that get people to bet? Hell no. That might get people to not bet. Right? Like with all of it, and, you know, we traded texts about, you know, New York's going to push for this thing to pull back some of the advertising. Yeah. A lot of markets. It's coming on too much, too fast in a lot of places. And nonsense stuff like this using – Big names, whether they're current or of the past, is is going to turn people off more than turn people on to the betting. I would agree. I, th- I think people are going to get frustrated by it. I think people are going to be annoyed by it. Yeah. And they're going to be like, wait, what the heck did you guys just do? I don't understand. This is what? Because it was so much on the lead up. And then you know they, they had a full press conference. They had a Rob Gronkowski press conference for this on Radio Row. I'm glad we didn't go to that. I walked past it, took a picture of Gronk, and kept on going. I was like, oh, this You did. There. You took a good picture of yeah. Gronk, both and, of you. And then, then Farrell took some really good pictures, too, yeah. by the way, over the just weekend. One. Yeah, he did. Oh, he really, all really the interview pictures were all done by Farrah. Those were all Farrah photos. All Fantastic. the ones we were tweeting were, were, were great yeah. to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, we missed this on Friday, so we got to do it to a Monday. We'll do two of these this week for our friends at WagerWire for the WagerWire market report here. Mm. So WagerWire, you guys have asked us, what is WagerWire? WagerWire empowers you to take control of your action and view your bets on as a portfolio of assets that can be bought and sold at any time. Betters will soon be able to trade their bets through the WagerWire mobile app and within partner sportsbook apps via an integrated technology solution. You can jump in and out of futures all season long, cash in on parlay before they bust and trade game lines up to the buzzer. Seamlessly sync your favorite sports books to track real-time value of your bets, stack rewards, and play with celebrities or friends. Interested viewers of BVB should join into one of the fastest growing communities in sports betting at WagerWire, one word, at WagerWire on Twitter, or go to WagerWire.com. Enter your email for updates and early access to the app when it launches. Okay, so we talked about this a bit on Friday, but the futures are out for next year's Super Bowl. I see that. Any value in grabbing a hold of a number? a long shot number today and holding it? Well, or should you wait for the draft? I mean, we had, we had Adam Hill on and he told us that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to come out of this, this cave in four days of darkness and go to the Raiders. And I can believe he wasn't reporting it. So he was believing it. Just to be clear. If that happens, that number is going to come I don't know. I, I'm looking at Fandle, right? It's 40 4, to 1. Yep. That's 4,000. It goes to 25 immediately on that news. Not lower? Oh, I mean, the AFC is a juggernaut. 
but they got True. a last place schedule, right? Are they? Yes. Uh, well, not be last place, but they'll have a non playoff schedule. Place. Yeah. They'll have a, they'll have a non playoff schedule. They finish ahead of Denver. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, third place schedule in that division. It'll come down. Wow, Denver's thirty-five to one to win a Super Bowl, and the Raiders are forty. I mean, that doesn't even make sense to me. Caesars hasn't flipped. Yeah. Um. Well, the Lions. The Lions have a shorter odds than the Patriots. First time I've seen that in a while. Twenty-five to one. What does that? What does that graphic say? Right there. Thirty to one versus fifty to one. Listen, there's guys that take shots immediately on good prices because they're good prices, not because they're good teams. The first bet I took the first year back uh, after the stint in West Virginia in the risk room, somebody bet the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl at 100 to 1 for a dime. So it was, you know, it's going to win 100,000. And uh, Tony D was like, you know, came up for approval. And I said, Call them out there and ask them if they want more. And he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? It wins a hundred thousand. I said, it doesn't win anything. Right. Dolphins aren't winning the Super the Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> and I said, if they win a Super Bowl, you can fire me. Ooh. And he's like, really? I said, yeah. I, I said, but I want my, I want it in my bonus check when they don't. And he used to just go back and forth with me about that because Laughing. I never got credit for taking those bets when we knew right. it was the right thing to do. So. You're going to get people that are going to take their shot on the Jets. Speculative bet. You're going to get someone that's going to take a shot on. Well, the Jags, 28 to 1. I, I was going to say the Jags are going to be a popular choice, right? Anything over 20 to 1 is a popular choice. I mean, the five teams that you would expect, KC, San Fran, Buffalo, Philly, and the Bengals, those are all single digits, Correct. 9, 8, 6, 5 to 1. And then you go into the Cowboys, Chargers, Jaguars, Lions wing of it. A <laughs> little more of a long shot. And then you get into the Packers, Dolphins, Rams, Jets, Ravens. But I mean, the Saints are five to one. And it looks like, you know, Derek Carr is not going to get what? 50 to one. 50, sorry, 50 to one. Sorry, 50 to one. Yeah. The, the, that they're not going to be, the Saints are not going to be trading for Derek Carr, but they might be getting Derek Carr via, you know, via free agency because the Raiders got to cut him. Right. I mean, I don't know. Just look for long, crazy, just make the game. Can they get there? Uh, I, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, think, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot to tie up your money. Yes, I, for a I long time. To, I used to tell people that you have to be okay with that, like tying. Up You're your buying money. it. I mean, I, the way I look at it is like when you buy something, you don't you get something for it. You're buying a ticket. You're buying a piece of paper. And that piece of paper should could one day turn into something else, but the money's gone. Like it's not like, you know, you just you purchase something. Can't <sighs> play around. So, yeah, brings up a good point. He says here in a chat: Without Rogers, the North is ripe for the taking, and Detroit has a decent chance. Yep. I mean, Detroit has has better odds to win a Super Bowl than the Minnesota Vikings and Green yes, Bay Packers. Yes, they do. Like, okay, um, <laughs> they have better odds than the Rams, better odds than the Giants, better odds than the Bucks, better well, odds than the Saints, better odds than the Seahawks. Winning your division gets you a home playoff game. Mm -hmm. Buying a a ticket on a team to win the Super Bowl that gets at least one home playoff game is not a bad move because if they win that home playoff game, pretty much anything you're buying them now 
it's going to be less. And right. that's where companies like WagerWire can come in and help you either move that bet, get out of it, sell it, keep it, hedge it. There's all kinds of options. We found that out by doing the exactness. Those of you that followed along, you know, can see the value in that. I um, learned a lot about doing that. I can't wait to do that again for the playoffs, for, for the NHL playoffs. I learned a lot. Oh, yeah. It just, it makes it went, less stressful, right? Like, well, I, it, way, way, way less stressful. But I also went too light on the fate, on the heavy favorites. Like, right. I, 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 I equal, yeah. I equally put together, like, I was just betting, you know, $20, $30 on every single bet I was making. So, like, realizing that in order for the return to be equal, I've got to lay more down right. on the heavy favorite because right. by the time I bet the Chiefs at five to one, I didn't get, I was on 14 and a half to one and five to one plus all the other, all the other cost average that though. Like the the actual price you got is somewhere in between, you know, well, if you have 20 at 14 to one and 20 at five to one, yeah, the price you got, the true price that you got is nine to one, you know, it's the middle. So So. it's good, but it's not what I, I'm now, I'm going to be more aggressive. They were plus 105 on Sunday. Right. Anything you got was better than plus 105. Correct. No, it was better, but it still wasn't where I wanted to be in terms of looking at because we bet, I bet so many other futures, right? So as I looked at the money and kept track of the money to get the win back, if the Eagles had won, I would have been, in, would have been much better off. Of but course. Same. Eagles losing. So then I basically, I ended up like barely up. Barely like winning. Ex- that's barely. That's, when the favorite wins. Yeah. The, this this process is a is a just barely win yeah situation but, but like i learned the a Bengals, lot about it if the Bengals would have been in the, in the in the super bowl we both would have been in a very very good position yes so but i'm going to start again now when i start seeing exactas for the soup for for the for the Stanley cup finals I'm going to start going Bruins. Fandle, we got a lot yep. to talk about with that, but like we got to wait to see them in town and then bam, we're going to start. Yeah. Bing, I'm going to start bing, 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 bang, bang. I'm going to start yeah. building that portfolio yes. now yes. versus building it before the postseason. I'm going to build it before we even know the playoffs, just taking a look at it because the Bruins are in the postseason. We know where Toronto is. We know where Tampa is. And we just start building the West as to who they could potentially be facing off against. Right. You start going through the Western and there's some really long shot Western teams. And you're only investing, you know, a couple hundred dollars. You're not investing a ton of money, a ton of money on it, but the return on it right now, upside. You get it right, thirty to one, forty to one, fifty to one type of returns you can come back in with, <laughs> and it's far more likely that we get, you know, a Boston, Dallas, you know, maybe a Tampa versus Edmonton type of cup, and we're sitting in all these tickets, and it's just we, we've got them all played out, and then we can stack and, and play like that. So. Watching you do it with baseball now, me me doing it myself with the NFL, learning so much. I'm really excited to do it for hockey. Yeah, NBA is eh. Maybe I'll do it with the NBA oh, too. I think we're gonna have a field day with the NBA because I don't know who's gonna win the West. I That's what no I mean. That's why it's so. There's so many teams. Well, I mean, you might have to you might have to dig into that money a little bit deeper. That's what I think you'll leave yourself some crazy options because I think anybody can beat anybody. I don't think it's a. I don't think there's a clear favorite. That this over move on the on the Suns is absurd. Actually, I mean, we haven't even seen him yet in a uniform. Like, right. I mean, you know, you, you just it's made them the favorite. It's not this year. It's next year for me for the Suns. I don't think they win it this year. It's next year. Oh, next year they're going to be a 
really tough team to deal with next year. Rainmaker just came in. Rainmaker 512 came in and said, one, he needs hats. Rainmaker. Everybody else. We're going to work on some hats. And two, the Steelers at 50 to one has value. Rainmaker. The Steelers are not winning the Super Bowl next year. That's not the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl next year. It's not happening. Like what is the Patriots teams. price versus the Steelers price right now? 50 to, 50 to one. Uh, Steelers oh, are, the Patriots price same. is worse. No, not, not, not at Caesars. 55. It's the same, it's the oh, same it's, at Caesars. All right. Well, it's equal. It's, have it have it 55 for the Patriots and 50 yeah. for the Steelers. We'll see. Year two. Do you know Year three. if the season ended today in the NHL, do you know what the first round matchup would be in hockey? Boston versus Pittsburgh? Terrible. Oh, that's great. Get the broom. No, out. it's not. It's fucking oh. terrible. What is it? It's that. It's Boston oh, versus yeah. Pittsburgh. It's, I don't want that. No, you should never want that. It's a sweep. Bruins are gonna sweep you out. That's easy. Damn it. That's that that's a sweep on that. Uh all right. So the Super Bowl countdown began this morning for Las Vegas. The official handoff happened. Football to football, city to city. Arizona handing it off. We had the guy on from the committee here in Vegas talked about the Monday morning press conference being a really big deal for them. They get the handoff. There's a giant football in downtown Vegas, Dave. Giant Super Bowl football. They unveiled it this morning. Really? Yeah. It says, and the logo looks very similar to that logo. The colors are different, but it's 58 and LV. Three, you know, three. Ooh, two, let me make three this bigger. Let me see that. Oh, that's the logo. Yeah, is that purple or blue? It's bluish purple with a bright pink, pink and orange. That's gonna look nice on the jacket. Oh, I'm gonna look really completely nice. get all the merch. Yes. So oh that is God. now. There's gonna be supposedly a, a store selling that year round. So you're gonna be able to buy that oh stuff, dear Lord. Yeah, pretty fast. Be wearing be able to it. Buy whatever summer. you want. I'll be wearing it. Winter. Yeah, wearing it it's, all the time. 364. We got 364 days till we got the Super Bowl right down the street. February 11th, 2024. Get your tickets. This is going to be the most epic Super Bowl. I cannot wait to not have to travel to a Super Bowl. Never had this happen in my life. I mean, I'm serious. I am very much contemplating getting us a driver for the week. Why? So we don't have to drive anywhere. We just let them drive us anywhere we want. No parking. Do you have any professional no, drivers that are brigade members? I guarantee we do. And if not, that they know people who do. Or that they would want to do it. Yeah. But I think all of us should realistically have our own drivers. Not, we're not going to drive all week. We're going to have our own drivers all week. Shit, this sounds like a great plan forever. I don't have to drive anywhere. I wouldn't drive anywhere. That sounds well, awesome. For, the week, for, for seven days to not have to drive anywhere in Vegas and let them pick us up and drop us off and have to pay for parking and deal with the traffic and the bullshit that's going to come with this, the DUIs and the nutcases and the assholes are going to crash. And, you know, we're going to have ridiculous amounts of police presence <sighs> in this town. Man, ever. Oh, we, I, didn't even I mean, think this about is that. Oh. We, oh, it's got. I mean, it's I fifteen is going to be. Forget drop a canna. It's going to be an absolute nightmare there. With it, given the security and given just the, oh, we have a, a stadium that is three hundred yards from the strip, basically, or half quarter mile from the strip. It's going to be insane. And by the way, there is nowhere to park in Vegas around. <laughs> nowhere. So don't even like think about it. So I know where to park. I ain't telling you. 
We'll, I know where we'll to park be too, fine. For, for at least yeah. I know where to park, but I'm not. Well, I know, no, no. I know where to park at every joint in town. We'll be, we'll be fine. We'll, I don't want to deal with any okay. of it. I want to be dropped off in the valet lane and just say, "Hey, man, I'm come pick me up." You know, let's go. I want to walk in, walk out. <laughs> I want to drink what I want to drink. I want to do what I want to do, and I want to have fun and not worry about anything. Because normally I'm <laughs> working because I have to deal with radio roads and everything. And I, I watch everybody else go out and have a good time. Everybody else party. Next year, it's my time. Next year, I'm going to enjoy my city because they're all coming to us. And we got the hookup and we got the fun. I can't freaking wait for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Yeah, everybody was asking, hey, we, we're going to have steaks at your house. We're going we're gonna to go to your place. I'm like, well, hold, hold, hold on. I'm going to charge you all rent. Like, I'm going to charge you. I'm going to charge you. Well, you coming to my house. My brothers all, are already. going to have to deal with my wife. Second <laughs> of all, me, yeah. P-Roll is the cook. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm the cook and the single guy. So I got I got a three bedroom house, but I'm the single guy. Yeah, <laughs> my house is yeah. going to be. My brothers are already coming. Both my brothers have already told me that they're like, you know, oh yeah, clear off the clear off the <laughs> everything. We're taking over. We're coming in. I'm like, sure, come on in. It'll be an absolute. I mean, I think my whole family probably will be here next year. It's going to be fun as hell. I I it honestly is. I cannot wait. Like, oh. It hit me when we had him on, and I'm, I apologize for not remembering his name. But my um, Samuel Jeffrey, Joffrey. That's it. Yep, that's it. We had him on, and he was great. And he, I think he like. I mean, he came back the next day when you were in the bathroom. He came over right. and he's like, "Hey, I'm supposed to be back on today, right?" I was like, "Whoops." Uh, did Matt reach out to you? I said, "We got a bunch of guys stacked up already." I I don't know. And he's like, "Yeah, my my." My uh, my guy told me, you know, you guys wanted to have me on again. I was like, I thought oh, we God. covered everything yesterday. Yeah, but we covered everything. We're good. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. else. To talk Unless about. you got us a spot on the front of Radio Row, like right in front of everybody, that would be fine. But he's like, no, I'll, we'll, we'll hook you guys up, make sure. So it was good having him on. It's interesting. I was asked um, multiple times, multiple times where it's going to be after we had him on. Right. They still don't know. They don't know. Tomorrow we're going to talk about this. I can't believe this just actually happened. Roger just sent me this text. Oh, no. What? Major League Baseball's Joint Competition Committee has voted unanimously to make the extra inning rule permanent for all regular season games moving forward in 2023 and beyond. A runner will be placed at second base at the start of every extra inning game permanently in baseball. And that shit. Yes. I love it. What? So bad. What? So bad. It ends a game. Manufactured bullshit. We got to end the games. It's just like a shootout in hockey. Off. Just like hockey. Manufactured bullshit. Ain't the, the game. games. It's just because well, then you go you to the playoffs. Play for extra innings, then you're going to try to play for non extra They don't do it then. The t- then uh, that's great. Then we're going to play the playoffs and have it be totally different, a different game. Play the whole buck 62 with one rules. Oh, the playoffs start. Eh, new rules. Just like hockey. I hate it. Hate it in the NHL. Hate it in baseball. Play the game the way the game's supposed to be played always. We have multiple people applying to be our drivers in the chat right now. This is outstanding. Phenomenal. I'm going to have to rent the, the, the community, the hall for one night. For I'm going to just lock it up that week for the BVB brigade party. The place your, over your, by the pool. Yeah, in the conference oh, right here. Yeah, we'll get the whole yeah. place. 
Hell yeah. 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 Everybody can swim and then hang out on the porch and all that. The weather's nice. Please, the weather has to be nice. I really hope the weather's nice. They'll bring sweatshirts and stuff. Who cares? But I'm saying it'll be great. If if it was like 70 degrees during the week, it'll be phenomenal. It'll be so much fun. It would be awesome to go ahead and, and, and do that. I would absolutely love that. So thank you, Roger for that. Uh, if you had to bet, where is Derek Carr playing football next year? You buying the New Orleans situation? Because the idea is he's not going to allow the Raiders to save $40 million by trading him. They're going right. to cut him to keep the dead cap space to hurt the team. Don't blame him on the way out. But the Saints would be one of, not the team. There could be multiple teams interested in Derek Carr when he's on the free agent market. I want to say yes to the New Orleans thing, but I think it's going to be New Orleans. He went down there, kicked the tires. Right. Yeah. He's interested, clearly. Give you, well, he's definitely interested. Excuse me. He's interested in anywhere that wants to have him. Right. Because they, they clearly don't here. So no. <laughs> bye bye. Peace out. He ain't even looking in the rearview mirror. He gone. No. So, um, but yeah, I don't know where else. I mean, where else could it be? I, do you think the Colts are even an option? Yes. I think there's a lot of teams. I think Tampa is an option. It's a lot of teams that are going to be looking at quarterbacks who need a quarterback who's a veteran who can step right in and play right away. Right. I mean, the Jets could be a team that might take a look at them. I mean, these New Yorker guys, I mean, are so trying to get Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. It's actually hysterical. Yeah, it is pretty funny. They're, they're trying so hard. They're, they're all like, I can t- lay this out. This is this makes perfect sense. I'm like, guys, he's not going to follow Brett Favre. Like, he's just not going to do it. Like, this is, <laughs> I can't say, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but I cannot see Aaron Rodgers working it in New York. It just, it's a media market that will devour him. By the way, Perry has said three-way lines for baseball. You heard it here first. So they're going to, they're going to, maybe some books will offer. In regulation. It's not a bad idea, Johnny P. I like what you're doing. I see you working over there. Make your pitch. So what would be a minus that would eliminate both? That would eliminate the extra inning rule. Well, we minus 110, both sides. What would you address? What, what, if you had a three-way option to it, what does it go to? Plus 140? Well, no, it just, if it, the game goes to extras, you you don't have action. Oh, so you're talking about so okay. So you'd no, have to bet no tie though. Yeah, no, that that would be right. So if, I'm talking about adding a three-way. If it's yeah, a tie, bet. yeah, you know, and it goes to extras, you lose. Right, the, like hockey. Would you rather that? Yes. Okay. Yes, because I'm going to get plus money. Well, what's the price on, on a minus one ten money line? It's plus one forty, right? Adding a third option. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's what most be. hockey, most hockey bets are, you know, right. minus 110 go to plus 140. If, right. But I mean, you, you're going to have to take a, a minus 200 favorite regular money line, make them in regulation, probably 140. Your plus isn't going to be nearly as good. Right. No, I, I'm down. Let's do it. Let's get, get me out of that. Give, give me options to bet like that and not have to deal with the extra earnings. The ghost runner rule is the stupidest rule in baseball. They got rid of the shift, so now I can't pitch about that anymore. So I'm glad about that. That's gone. Pitch clock, we'll see how much I diss or like that. I don't, I'm not sure yet, but the ghost runner rule I hate. So I'm one for two. Just so you guys are aware, we're frozen. Our The actual video is frozen on the YouTube feed. I'm looking at it right now. Is it they you? Said, 
No, no, no. I'm looking at the at the YouTube feed on my phone with the chat, blaming Kiefer. Kiefer said he came in, and and it froze. He just said rewind it a few seconds. This apparently Eron Sean has figured out how to do it. Rewind a few. So it's seconds not frozen. That, it's that just buffering. It. There you go. That's it. All you do is just rewind. Yeah, and then keep going. Yeah, ten seconds, and then it plays back normal. Perfect. So we're just buffering. Okay. Yeah, buffering. Whatever. So the Bruins have lost four of five. They killed my parlay, losing to the Caps. You called it. You said the Bruins are going to lose the first game after the break. I was like, eh, they should have beaten the Capitals. Lost two to one. Right. Ke- Kepper stood on his head. Bruins lose two to one at home. They've lost four or five. Yep. Do you think that they could be in for a elongated losing streak given not how not an elongated losing streak, but it, the motivation is just not. I mean, they're so far ahead. They're going to have a little bit of a, uh, like, you know, you don't have to. Plus that can happen any night in hockey. You can get goalied. Like goalie can win you Kemper, the game. When yeah. The other Kemper did. Yep. Just, yeah. So. He's still on his head. He was great. Right. Bruins had numerous scoring opportunities. Yeah. Could, just couldn't get, get the puck. I mean, lost, lost it. I mean, haven't they won enough? Damn games, like seriously. I no, mean, like, it blew my my new B's and C's parlay, which is Creighton and Bruins. Creighton beat UConn. So I, I had a new B's and C's Creighton and you in the B's, and the Bruins lost. Did Creighton, Creighton cover? No, one by three. Mine was five. Ooh, was it a late non-cover? No, they, they the never. No, it was, it was a whole. They were up the whole oh. game, but it was it was always within the margin. Good game. Really good game. NCAA tournament type game. Big win oh. for the Jays. They've won eight straight games all in the Big East. Yeah, they're back. School record. Right. Yeah, they're back back. They're, 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 they could be the one seed in New York. I mean, they're huh. back in a big way. My my 30 to 1 national championship ticket all of a sudden is breathing again. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's dead for a long time. They got to win a Big East tournament. Oh, there's no debate. If, if they're going to make a Final Four run, there's no debate. <laughs> They've got to do that. Yes. Yeah, they got to have a a somewhat easy first two games. I'm not buying Marquette yet. Marquette's been phenomenal, but I'm, I'm not buying them yet. I still think that either UConn or Creighton most likely are the best team in the Big East, but it's going to be fun. I mean, it's we're getting to that part of the season now where it's going to be really interesting. Uh, there are five games in the NHL tonight. All of them have a total of six and a half, except for one. Do you bet the under on the Grand Salami today? Do you go over on a Monday? How about we gave you the number for the games on Super Bowl Sunday, like a few days in advance? I think I said 28 and a half or 29 would be the number, and it came out perfectly 29. Uh, Let's see, Calgary, Ottawa over at six or six and a half. Arizona, Nashville, that's going to be right around the number six. That's 12, 13. Florida, Minnesota, over. Let's go seven there. 19. Detroit, Vancouver, my God, that should be eight. (laughs) What the hell? Six and a half over a quarter, not high enough. Should have started yeah. that thing at seven. Right. I mean, that's, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Detroit, Vancouver that's is too pricey. I think the over is the play 12, there, but it's too pricey. 18. And eight, it's 27. And Buffalo, LA, six and a half over. 34. What's the, what's the number? 
33 or 34? Oh, salami. Didn't see the salami. Let's see. Salami number is 33. I still got it. It ain't that hard. I mean, when you did it, I guess your whole life, it ain't that hard. We just kind of walked under through. or over. Um, first thoughts over. I'm on the other side. I'm on the under. First thoughts. Yeah. First thoughts over. Because I think the wild and the, I think wild Panthers under Arizona. Arizona Coyotes are under. Oh, wow, you like that game under the Florida yeah. and Minnesota game? Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. W- Wilder on or the Wilder on a wild. I, I have a bet. Oh better my. To, better to book it first Chris, period unders. Auto just hit the third string goalie starting for Ottawa tonight. Hello. Cool. Hello. Some people so like that got- and go under. I like that and go over. Yeah, you have minus one twenty-two to the over in Calgary, Ottawa. Minus one twenty-two, Florida, Minnesota to the over. Minus one thirty-four to the over for Detroit and Vancouver. Minus one thirty-two for Buffalo and the in the LA Kings to the over. I mean, you're laying some serious juice tonight. Yeah, over, over, over. Every over's favorite except Arizona, Nashville. Hmm. Huh. I like over. Probably so. I haven't bet it, but there's two games I like under in first period, so we'll get to it during better to book it. Sixers are laying 13 and a half tonight against Houston. Can the Sixers help the wounds of the Eagle fan today? Get a big win over the Houston Rockets. Oh, God. It's <laughs> a lot of points. It's a lot of points. It was 14 and a half last night. Came down. Got to get that dog money. Houston's tanking, tanking. Yep. Um, this is a hard week for for the right. NBA. This is this is this is treacherous week. There's only NHL games too. until Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the NHL because they're coming back from out the of it. NBA is going into it. Going into it, right? Yeah. Um, so, I would be very, very cautious laying points this week in the NBA. I wouldn't lay 13 and a half before the game ever with anybody right now. Yep. Even against Houston. No shot. Rap, she just said on the McAfee show that Aaron Rodgers is at the top of their wish list for many teams in the free agent market for quarterbacks. No shit. That's come on. That's like the biggest note. Oh. One of the best quarterbacks of all time could be a free agent uh, or could be a trade component. Who wants him? Um, everybody. Yeah. Knicks are laying three against Brooklyn. We're stuck on again on the uh, on the YouTube. I don't know what happened, yeah. but everybody's out. So yeah. they're hanging. They're watching on Twitter. Thanks, guys, for hanging. Right, with yeah, us. go but, over to uh, Twitter. We're yeah. live there. Um, this is is this a battle for New York? It is. Does take anybody points, don't you? Does anybody in New York care that no, it's a battle for New York? I don't think so. I don't think so. I would only I would only take in 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 this situation. Yeah, we're live on uh, Twitter streams working fine. So we're good Twitter's on Twitter. Fine. All right. YouTube's yeah. not YouTube's stuck. Yep. I I don't know. Brooklyn is Chats really live, bad. Though. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't I mean total under. Knicks have been an under. Yeah. Knicks under. have been bad to the under. The under total is total. 220. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's low as a bunch of basketball games, but there's not a lot of games I would be even like. Why is Golden State Washington off the board? 
Do we know why? Where's it off the board? FanDuel? Oh, might be just a, I don't know. It's three and a half everywhere. Yeah, Yeah, it was three and a half, three and a half this morning. Now it's off the board. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they got word of somebody not playing, playing. I don't know. Staff or somebody not playing. It's up everywhere right now. Except for FanDuel? Yes, except for FanDuel. Three and a half and one place just went to four and a half right now. So somebody's out. Something's going on. Yeah, They're either watching it. Wiggins is in. He was questionable before. Periodakis. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Yep. All right, college basketball. We'll start doing more of these every day. Let's talk about Texas laying three at Texas Tech tonight. Texas on the road this year is five, sorry, three and seven ATS. Texas Tech at home is five and nine. This is the yuck game that everyone's going to watch tonight because Texas just won their last game in really impressive fashion, beating West Virginia by 34 points. It's Texas, man. I I, I, I don't want Tech. I want Tejas. You Texas. do. You took I them do. last time, they got, and they, they lost by eight to Kansas. I took them the time before they won and covered. Against Kansas State? Yeah, they won by three. They blew a big second-half lead. They were lucky to win that game. They were dogs. They were, last time you took them, they were dogs? Yeah. Uh, that would have been last time they were dogs was Kansas. They lost by eight. Oh, they flipped it a favorite. They were laying one and a half against Kansas. Oh, they flipped it a favorite. Yeah. Well, they were one and a half dogs when we talked about it. Okay. Yeah. And then they closed at one and a half point favorites. Yeah. I would, I would only take Texas here. Three or four. I don't know. (sighs) Yeah. Seems high. No. Um, for a Texas tech game. Yeah. But Texas likes to run. Texas Tech actually, wow, I, that's stunning. They're an over team. 15, yeah. 9, and 1, Texas Tech to the over. 8 and 6 at home to the over. And 6, 5, and 1 in the Big 12 to the over. Huh. 4 and 1 over the last five for Texas Tech to the over. Wow. So, yeah, I guess I would play over on this game. Probably I like, I like that better than this side. Hmm. Over 146. That's not bad. Yeah. Baylor's laying 7.5 against West Virginia tonight. Too many. You think, it, think it's too heavy? West Virginia is bad, bad. Too many. They stink. So seven and seven Virginia's at home. Last few games. Lost by 34 to Texas. Then they beat Iowa State by five. And they beat Oklahoma by 32 at home. Lost to TCU by four on the road. So their last two road games have been bad. Last two home games have been impressive. They covered the TCU game. They were getting more than that. Nope. They caught two, lost by four. Did not cover against TCU. They closed two? Yep. Holy cow. <laughs> wow. Did not cover. open four. Would have pushed, wow. but did not cover. Um, yeah, I like I like West Virginia in the game. I mean to cover. I think they could win. Game's going over. Opened at six and a half. It's now seven and a half. Seven. I mean, it's expensive. Seven and a half is high. That's even six and a half is high. It's painted six and a half right now. Also, oh, it's down. Okay, so seven. It was yeah. seven and a half this morning. So, was it St- still high? Yeah, six yeah. and a half everywhere. All right. So Ohio has taken a look at its current gambling laws, <laughs> and only a month after Ohio went legal, Governor Mike DeWine has decided to say that ten percent tax rate. Oh no 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 no. 
we, no. we, we, that was, that was what's called an introductory offer. <laughs> this is, this is like buying an arm mortgage, the adjustable rate mortgage. We have an adjustable rate. It was 10% at the beginning, but now it's 20% is what the governor would like it to have happen for the fiscal the year. It ain't even dry on the shit. It just was <laughs> January 1st. We just went legal. Yep. So now it's February 13th, P. Roth. Yep. And they're saying that, what, the, you know, what are we doing? <laughs> we're not really all that interested in keeping this 10% tax rate because, you know, they signed it back in December of 21 and they've watched other states like New York have one at 51%. And so this 10% tax rate they feel is too low. <laughs> so now, so now they want to raise it up. I mean, I don't blame the books for going like WTF. Like, what are you guys doing? I'd be furious if I was a book. Like I went in there, paid your licensing fee, got set up, but got my book ready to go, made my proclamations, made my proposals. Here we go. Wait, you want to double what I got to pay you now? After one year, you're going to double what's going to After come one month. After, well, no, I mean, it would take effect in 2024. But yes, I mean, after one month of seeing what you're going to make, you're not happy with the amount of money coming back. So now you're going to double it. And I got to pay you. Maybe I would have not paid you that licensing fee. Maybe I wouldn't have done the deals. Maybe I wouldn't have gone in there same way. Maybe we wouldn't have even gone into that state. Yeah. I I, I, I got I, hoodwinked a little bit. I'm got, on the book got, side here on this. This is. We got told some bullshit, but everybody was bullshitting everybody. Right. Like all they need to do, forget about the tax rate. Keep the tax rate the same. Separate the promotional money from the real money. <sighs> Yes. If we just did fucking that. did that, <laughs> then everybody would have the real number. True. In the book, I say it all the time, move the damn number. Right. Okay. Get to the number. I used to right. have the guy in my ear. Just get to the number. Get to the number. Once you get to the number, everything take care of itself. All we need to do is separate that and make sure that the promotional stuff not taxed. The real stuff is taxed. And everybody can play with the same, be on the same field. Right. And say, do you want to do business here or not? This is what we're looking at. Telling you, the consulting business would be just, you know, we could call it the truth. Just come and truth you know, consulting. We just, yeah, we're just, it's called the truth consulting. Why? Because we tell the fucking <laughs> truth to everybody. I don't mind the other two proposals being made by DeWine. He has a proposal inside of it that prohibits describing promotional gaming credits as free or risk-free. That's been kind of the running thing with after they've already after they've already paid the fines, right? They all three big or four or whatever they just paid the fines. One fifty fines to BetMGM, Caesars, and DraftKings for using the free and risk-free. Just peeled that shit right off. Here's additionally DraftKings. DraftKings paid a $350,000 fine for a mailer that was targeting under 21-year-olds. Penn Sports Interactive was slapped with a $250,000 fine for encouraging college students wow. to bet. So, yeah, they've hit a bunch of a bunch of the companies have been hit with fine. It seems like a more acrimonious relationship right off the bat, right? <laughs> Casino Control Commission to exclude bettors who threaten violence or harm against persons who are involved in sporting events where the threat is related to sports gambling. 
So they want to boot out betters, blacklist betters. If you threaten somebody because of a sports a sports bet, they want to be able to take away your right to vote, or right right to bet in the state. Oh, so that's part of it. How they that. find you? No idea. Socials, socials report. I mean, to me, most likely like a police filing would have to happen. You know, someone's oh, going file oh, filing oh. a harassing. You have to go to the police and document it and have it be actually like, and then they take your name and put you on the black list and you're out. You can't bet anymore. Oh, but you can bet. I mean, <laughs> I was there. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, what does that it's not, mean? It's not hard. <laughs> you just get somebody right. to make a fake account for you. It's whatever. It's, it, you know, that's lip service. It's a bunch of games being played. Right. All right. Time now for better to book it. Let's do it. Starting with, I'm going to go no gif, no, sorry, no overs in the first period. Under You've completely one a, swung the other way. I yeah. Mean, you, you, you because were doing what's overs, happened, now you're doing unders? Because of what's happened coming out of the all-star break, it's been really interesting. There's a lack oh, of offense at the moment. These guys aren't. Crap. Yep. Under one and a half goals for Arizona in Nashville is plus 110. Like Arizona that. is one in nine over their last 10 first periods to the under. To the over, excuse me. Nine and one to the under. Oh, good. Okay. I like that. I bet it. I, I like this. Under one and a half goals. When I look at the board. This was the game I said under. I like yep. the first period under two. Yep. Okay. Nice, nice. Second bet under one and a half goals. Florida in Minnesota is plus 140. Same stat. Minnesota is nine and one and 11 and two to the under in the yeah, first period. Florida. Yes. But but Gustafson just played, and I watched him play. He was on his head in his last game. He's playing phenomenal. I just need him to be good for the first period and give up one goal. Be down one nothing because the Wild aren't scoring on anyone. Me no like you this one. Uh, yeah, I bet why it's plus one forty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm I'm siding with the the, uh, the over in that one. If I get both, so you like Florida to score two goals though, because the it, the Wild aren't scoring one. Florida scoring a goal. Yes, one goal. 100%. Yes, one. The swipe then starts. Likely two, but they're scoring one. I think the game goes over in the first period. The, the entire game, you mean seven goals, or just the period goes over? Oh, I like the game over too. Ooh. So you, what, you'd like a 6 1 final? No, why can't it be 4 3? Wild aren't scoring three. Wilds are not scoring three goals on Robrovsky tonight. No? Uh-uh, no way. Wild aren't scoring on anybody. Nope. Their offense is not good right now. This is true. Florida's offense is. I'll give you that. So it's going okay. to be one nothing Florida. I just need one goal for Florida. That's it. If I can survive it, I'll be okay. Okay. one nothing. Second period, If by the way, it does go one nothing after one. Hammer the second period. Second period over. over. Hammer the Boom. second period over. Like Boom. not even, yeah. Like yes, just sir. wait, wait on it. Watch if I hit this and go plus one forty, I will come back with the second period. Hammer the second period over. Yeah, jump right in with it. Uh, and then finally, this number has moved against me. I knew it would. Uh, it's up to five and a half. I took it at four and a half. Miami at North Carolina tonight, taking the dog at plus four and a half against the Ooh. pros. Wow, it's out five and a half. Miami is eight and three ATS on the road this year. And we're laying or we're taking? Taking four and a half. You can take five and a half now. What's the what are we missing here? Why why is the line going up? Because Carolina is eleven and one, and there's a revenge factor because they got smacked 
in the last meeting between these two schools, they like the pros like Carolina tonight to cover. Auto came in and just sent me a text. He said, bet both of your NHL plays. Well, Chris Auto likes it. PSU Auto likes it. He's been pretty, pretty good. Well, he, he, the bets come from PSU Auto's data. So I'm glad that he, I'm reading his data properly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, all right. College basketball. Stay focused, Dave. Um, wow. Why is the steam on North Carolina here? Because they're 11 and one straight up at home. It's five and a half. Uh-huh. Either we're getting hooked in here, sucker play, or I'm missing something. I'll I'll bet this. We'll bet okay. this. Carolina is eight and fifteen and two ATS. They are six and six at home ATS. And they are five, eight, and one in the ACC. Miami is eleven and four in the ACC ATS. Seven and three over the last ten, and eight and three on the road. Damn, Perry Dawkins is coming in. He's going to be a tremendous fact checker for us. Miami also undefeated at home. All their losses are on the road. Yep, true. They'll lose the game by three. Oh, I like taking dogs. I think can win. They can't win. They can win, absolutely, but I don't think they will. They'll be right there. I mean, oh, they they lost by two. So just for instance, right. Miami lost to Duke by two as five and a half point dogs. Right. They lost by two to North Carolina State as three point dogs. Okay. They beat Clemson by four as one and a half point dogs. Okay. They're right there on the road. They're right there. They're laying three against Florida State. They won by 23. They lost to your Pitt Panthers. Pick them, lost by three. Good. Pitt's yeah, they're laying, really they, good. They, they were, it was a pick game. They lost by three, one possession. They're losing. Right. It's a one possession game Close. one way or the other. Okay. So this is over one possession game. This is four and a half, now five and a half for Miami. Okay. We'll bet it. All right. Favorite thing about today is what? Whole show on Sports Grid? We're getting the whole show in? On Sports We're getting the whole show on Sports Grid, baby. Beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, one, we're back in Vegas. Yeah. And the countdown has begun to the Super Bowl. We're wrapping up football season. No more, you know, bullshit about this, that, whatever. That's fine. We're on mm-hmm. the basketball season. We've been mm-hmm. involved in basketball season. We've been heavily involved mm-hmm. in hockey season. But you know what? What the best thing about today is What's it's that? unofficial. Official. So start a fucking baseball season, baby. We got baseball season coming Tomorrow up. Tomorrow we'll do a whole lot on baseball. Yep. I can't wait. I did that that, that hit on uh, MLB Network on Friday. That if you bet fun. baseball regularly, you got to buckle up. The rules are going to be really different this year. Baseball it's betting be very different. Very different. It's going to be a lot of fun. I might like it a lot more. Well, you're not, you don't already like the extra inning rule. So that's, but if, if Perry Dawkins is right, if I'm going to get a unique bet, like a hockey bet, if I'm getting a three-way or no tie three-way. Right. I'm interested. Um, But yeah, I think my favorite thing about today is that um, I'm going to sleep in my own bed. <sighs> Pretty excited about that. Like not that the beds weren't nice and then we, we had a great place. And again, oh, we thank the Omelette Cafe and, and, and Iggy for, setting up the accommodations for us yeah. and stuff. We got to deliver that envelope too, by the way. We got to take care of that. Tell me when. I'm going to go have a meal. 
when and where. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. But yeah, being back home, being down there was great. Made a lot of connections, had a lot of great interviews. Guys, go to the YouTube channel, Farah. Did a great <laughs> job getting all those up, posted. Watch the AJ Hawk interview is tremendous. I watched it, it again. I was like, I don't realize as we're doing it as much. Sometimes I feel like I miss stuff. That David, what's David's last name? Uh, Meltzer. David Meltzer interview. I We got to talk to that guy more because that actually was one of those ones where I was getting even choked up, like listening he, to him. He's, he got choked up. He got teary-eyed. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a really just a lot of good stuff. So, guys, please go find it, listen to it, watch it, subscribe to it, all the above. Mm. But we're back home, and uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I mean, I'll second all of that. I mean, my favorite thing about today is that, the YouTube channel, which you haven't, if you have not gone to it yet, please do subscribe to it. Also, if you listen to the podcast, give us a review on podcast, on, you know, positive, negative. We're going to start doing contests off of all this stuff. We're going to start doing some fun stuff. And we've been kind of previewing it a lot, I know, but now we can really get into it because we're back and like we needed football to kind of end to get to this trip, to get football through just to kind of like, you know, get through the next turn the page. So we really will start to do that, to do that and really start to look ahead to what's going to happen in in March is going to be here before we know it with March Madness. But baseball coming back is awesome. Pitchers and catchers reporting. Really fun. It was a really fun football season. It was a really good time. It was a tumultuous up and down crazy 2022 for me. And now I really feel like even though the calendar goes December 31st to January 1st, like, you know, I I feel like for us sports wise, it's New Year's Day. Like this is day one. And then we go to next year. So like this really is the start of our year. Your week starts on Friday night. Your yeah. weekend, all now. Your year starts year in starts February. Today. I can't yes. even figure. This My year shit starts out. Like, today. No is idea. new. Today is New Year's Day. Today is the first day oh. of the entire sports calendar of the sports year, and we start looking ahead after you get to the Super Bowl that Monday. I still maintain. I still think today should be a holiday. Personally, people should get off today from work. Still think that should happen, but today is New Year's Day for us sports betters. <laughs> And we go into 2023. So that's my favorite thing about today is that we start the year. Sports Grid, thank you for being here. Brigade on Twitter and YouTube, thanks for sticking with us. We did the whole show on Sports Grid. Every day. We're going to do this every day. Maybe. Bam, bam. Maybe. We'll see. Thank you to Brian Bennett from Betfred for coming on in. That was a lot of fun. For Farah, he's Dave. I'm Matt. Talk to you tomorrow for a Tuesday's BVB.